0: Press Play Lifestyle Inspired is a podcast that provides inspirational content on topics to help you find the resources, tools, and support that you need to be your best inspired self. I'm your host, Jackie Schwab, helping working parents find and reach some sort of harmony between their family and their career life. Declutter the cabinet and the cranium, simple ways to build holistic decluttering habits. One of the things that bothers me about conventional wisdom on things like decluttering is that we relegate it to the realm of common knowledge and assume a Google search is enough to understand it and implement it. Look, I listened to the Mary Kondo book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, on audio. There is no way in all that is heaven or otherwise that I'm going to be able to implement her strategy. For heaven's sake, people, it's an entire book. An entire book, people. Now, some of you that want to have a minimalist way of life or really dig her plan, more power to you. Me, I lean a bit more practical. Oh, and let's not forget that we all assume we know what decluttering means. So I decided to get curious and look it up. Clutter is just a collection of things lying around in an untidy mass or just not arranged neatly or in order. I have to tell you, clutter sounds a lot like a craft or art project when I'm in the middle of doing it, and I'm pretty meticulous. So what's the big deal? Why declutter? Well, what's decluttering? Since I'm looking up words anyway, to declutter is nothing more than removing unnecessary items from an overcrowded space. Ah, so this is some sort of hip version of the minimalism movement, maybe? The minimalist movements inspired a ton of millennials to move into tiny homes and decrease their wardrobes and donate all their possessions, yet it has also caused a lot of not-so-millennials to be clutter-shamed into thinking they have to remove everything that doesn't have a specific place. Now, I know I sound a bit like a naysayer here, and I'm actually not against the idea of decluttering. In fact, I'm going to provide a few tips that apply to physical and logical decluttering alike, because, you know... Holistic decluttering is what I promised in the subtitle, and there is value in decluttering the inside game as well as the outside one. All I'm suggesting here is that we don't fall prey to conventional trending wisdom and we think about whether something does indeed need to be part of our lives. Tiny rant over. Decluttering as a mindset. Let's assume that you actually do think there's value in removing unnecessary or unwanted items from your home or headspace. I do believe that our environment affects our energy and our mood, so if you're feeling really overwhelmed and need to make space in your thoughts and in your home, then by all means, read on. Here's the thing, and you're not going to like it. The cluttering isn't a thing you just do one Saturday when you're tired of the mess and you want it gone forever. If that was the case, then no one would ever feel overwhelmed by stuff since most of us have already had a marathon decluttering session already in our home at some point. So the key to decluttering is realizing it needs to be a mindset or a set of micro habits you develop over time that not only cleans the unnecessary stuff out of your life and your head, but it also keeps the clutter out so you can move forward. Okay, so then where do you start? Do you love it? First things first. The first thing I do as part of my daily decluttering routine is ask myself, do I love it? I do it every time I look at or touch anything in my home or office. Do I love this pin? Do I love this cup? If the answer is yes, then I smile, give thanks for the blessing of having more than enough. But what if the answer is no? What if you don't love it? This is when you start to declutter. If you say no, well... Ask yourself if you need the item in your home to serve a functioning purpose so in the case of the cup do I love the cup no does it serve a purpose well yeah my oldest daughter really loves the cup and we drink from it at dinner okay then it stays if the answer is no you don't love it and no it doesn't have a purpose then out it goes I can hear you all now but I paid a lot of money for that cup But my grandmother gave me that object, but I don't want to be wasteful, but I don't want to create more waste in the landfill. Yeah, sure. I get it. I didn't say throw all in the garbage. I said out with it, not off with its head. I'm not the queen of hearts. Okay, guys. So what does out with it mean anyway? Well, you've kind of got three options. If you don't want it, you can throw it away. You can donate it or delegate the task to someone else to do it. It's my 3D system for decluttering like a pro. No, not really. I was being sarcastic. But if you don't love it, why is it in your house anyway, folks? There isn't a patent system for decluttering. It's really just great habits, like everything else you suggest. Great, that is. Mm. Now we cover how to get rid of physical stuff in your home, but what about getting rid of the crap between your ears? You do the same things. Yes, really. Is that idea that just came up for you... An idea you love? No? Does that idea that just came up for you serve a purpose? Okay, this idea might require a little more explanation. So this is one is often a little more difficult to address. The answer to is this idea useful is always yes, actually. Yes, all our thoughts actually had or have a purpose. Our brain's only job is to keep us safe. So the thought that is in your head is there because your unconscious brain thinks you need it. Here's the thing. Your new self might not find value in that thought. The idea might not serve you anymore. Yet, if you don't take the time to be aware of your thoughts and see if they still have value to you, well, then you can't really declutter them now, can you? If you think you don't love your thought, then you can delete it, donate, or delegate it, just like with your stuff. Yeah, I know, maybe a bit of a stretch, but hang in there with me for a bit longer, okay? If you don't love it and you can easily dismiss it or delete it, do it right? Just say to yourself that you don't like that idea anymore and move on. And if you can't delete your idea, consider donating it. Donate the idea that is no longer serving you to your journal or notebook. Write it down. If it's clutter, it won't be cluttering up your head anymore if you put it down on the paper. Your brain trusts that you won't forget it because it now has a permanent home. If you can't seem to get the idea to delete and if you can't get it to stop cluttering up your mind after you try to donate it to the journal, well, then it's time to delegate those ideas, my friend. And if you can't get the idea out of your head and then you can't delegate it, just give the thought to someone else. Call a friend, a sponsor, a counselor, your therapist or a coach. Tell them what the thought is that you don't love it and that it's not serving you. Chat about it a bit. Figure out how it can help others. But don't keep it in your head to live alone and fester. Just give it away. Let someone else reframe it or someone else build on it. Let someone else help you turn it into a new creation. But don't leave that thing alone in the mess with all those other thoughts. It's kind of like a mold. It just like grows and it gets all over everything else and it's yuck, right? Do it now. So here's another observation I had with the whole decluttering mindset thing. Those of us that have a lot of clutter to release are often super big procrastinators as well. Yes, you know who you are. Yes, I'm talking to you. You're the one who put all the stuff in the donation box and then let it sit on the porch or in the middle of your living room for like a week or a month or maybe longer. Or maybe you're the one that doesn't like that terrible thought you just had about someone. Maybe you thought your friend next door had a big tush, but you don't ever examine it. You just ignore it. You feel a little bit bad about it for the rest of your life and just let it go. But if you find something or think something that you no longer love, apply one of the three D's to it immediately. Yeah, right now, while you're still thinking about it, delete it, donate it or delegate it right now. So you're not tempted to rethink or redo that thought. or You're not tempted to rethink your decision later. Why put off what is going on right now for a few moments and let it linger in the rest of your thoughts forever. It's not a great idea. I mean, really. So do it right away. And again, doing it right away might seem really overwhelming right now. Heck, procrastination might be what got you into this position in the first place. That's why this whole declutter thing isn't just a task or even a set of tasks that is done and forgotten. It's really about changing your mind. It's a mindset change. It's a new way of thinking and a new way of being. Consider this an invitation to a holistic decluttering habit. You are now part of the club. Here's another tip, boundaries and time binding. Boundaries and time binding will help you succeed in decluttering. Make a deal with yourself that rather than spending an entire weekend trying to work through your cabinet every day, instead you set a timer for a specific amount of time, less than 15 minutes preferably, and see what kind of dent you can make in the mess you want cleaned up if you're making journaling part of your mental decluttering habit, set a timer there too. Whatever you do, bind the start and the end of the time you spend decluttering if you are not going to just do it as an everyday activity. Then your head knows that you're going to start and that you're going to stop. Ultimately though, you really want to consider if you love everything you touch every day and it will turn into a habit designed to keep clutter out of your life for good it becomes part of who you are and not part of things you have to remember to do everything you love should have a home do you love it you told yourself you did when you decided to keep it so then if you love it shouldn't that item have a place to live a place to call home if you know the home of an object you love you can easily put it away without thinking about it you can find it without having to think about it Find a a home for every object that you keep. If you can't find one, you might need to evict something out of your home that you don't love quite as much. Your home and your mind should be filled with things that you love. The same thing goes for your thoughts and ideas. If you really love a memory or a thought, give it a place to call home. Take a photo of those you love and put it in a memory book. Write down a favorite memory so you can recall it later when you need a happy thought. Take the time to hold on to the amazing ideas that make you who you are. Document them in your own special way. If journaling doesn't work, try something else. But everything does have a place, or at least everything we love does. Know when to reorganize and when to seek assistance. The biggest mistake we make in thinking we can organize things as we're decluttering is usually organizing it when we have too many things in the first place. And those things don't already have a home. Organizing things is essentially procrastinating. It's avoiding the process of decluttering. You are wasting time organizing things which you are not even sure you love or should keep. Get rid of things first and then spend time on the organizational side of things when everything you have is loved and deserves a place of honor in your home. Organizing things is procrastination. You're just avoiding the process of decluttering. Think about this idea in terms of your thoughts too. You cannot organize what's in your head. Like you literally can't, right? There's no brain file system. Or if there is, we don't really have control over it. So you can organize the things you write down in a journal, though. You can organize the things that are floating on little scraps of paper in your house. But you can't organize the things floating around in your head. Why? Because it's a mess. And it's not meant to be organized. It's meant to be in a state of decluttered, right? So write it down. That's how it goes. All right mindset of decluttering more of a lifestyle really look decluttering if you want things to all have a place and you want things to be in order is more of a lifestyle than just a project and good habits start with doing the same thing over and over again consider spending a little time each day tidying in small ways then tidy everything you touch or every thought you have and everything you think a little bit. And you'll never have to make a project out of it again. You'll soon build a mindset of change that impacts your home and your head in a positive way for years. And hey, maybe decluttering isn't your thing. Don't let, don't let others clutter shame you, okay? Maybe you're creative and you really do love all the items in your space and you need them in your creative mind. As long as you're not a health hazard and your partner or spouse isn't threatening to leave you do to the mess, then you do you, boo. Coach Jackie, out.